It's time for the Orlando Lions Den podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Here's Nanny. And it's into a position of real danger. And the- Jamotinho and Nanny. The man on the spot, the man in the right place. of the MLS's back tournament and there's the match winner Nani the first edition of this brand new Floridian rivalry goes the way of Orlando City who had to come from behind welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den podcast I'm one of your hosts Jason JJ Jose along with Alex Ryder what's happening my man Oh yes, it's it's good to be back on the podcast after a win. Yeah, yeah, Eddie, how you feeling? Man, I am I am tired. I I couldn't bring down the, the high from that W, and I had to work this morning. But I'm, I'm you know what the the adrenaline is still keeping me excited. I'm still excited, man. Glad to talk about the win. Glad to be here. My man, Cleon, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Everything's all good. I'm finally, have- I'm finally on a pod. I'm finally on, on a par with, um, with Alex R. I think I've only been on one like once. With him. It's been a while. I think I've only been on like one or two at the same yeah. time. It's yeah. been a while. All right. Uh, that could be our <laughs> intro to our song. Um, and then we have our guest, Lee. Hey, How guys. are you, sir? Ah, doing great. Doing great. Three F in points and uh, feeling really good about it right now. All right. Well, let's thank our sponsors real quick. We got Field Turf USA. Eddie? Yeah, Field Turf. That's fine, right? <laughs> yeah. Field Turf USA, they, they, uh, they installed some cool stuff at the actual um, pitch that we were using last night, right? They have some kind of hybrid grass uh, turf thing that's helping with all the traffic that they're, gonna, they're expecting, right? So uh, Field Turf is uh, ever-present in the soccer world. We're glad to have them as uh, one of our sponsors again. All right. We also have uh, Tuga Landscaping. Tuga Landscaping for all your landscaping needs. Get with Tuga Landscaping at 407-690-9992. We also have Casey Sports Bar and Grill out in the uh, Heathrow Shopping Center. If they ever open up, we will be back out there doing live uh, uh, podcast. And then we have Leo's. Uh, Accurate mortgage. So, for any of your mortgage needs, get with Leo and uh, you can go to Leo's um, Accurate Mortgage at Accurate Mortgage on Twitter. All right, guys, you guys ready to talk about some good news finally after what, yes. a year and a half? I, I no. feel like. <laughs> Alex, you had at the time, how long was it? 300? 329 days. I literally had to ask both Siri and Alexa because I didn't like the Siri response because the Siri response didn't take it to days. It was just, it's been 11 months. It's just like, oh, that's wow. yeah, 11 that's months, funny. August 14th in Kansas city. I believe it was, I had to look it up. It, I could not remember it. I literally had to Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. When was, when was the last home win? Cincinnati? Oh, was it Cincinnati? Oh no, yeah, yeah, look it up. Oh, yeah. Anyway, all right. Yes. Well, let's talk. Let's let's talk about the first day, the opening moment. 
of the game. I mean, it was remarkable what I I didn't even, it was a surprise to me, to be honest, of seeing that. Um, What did you guys think of that? That was very, uh, that was very close and very uh, hard. What did you guys think? Well, I'd like to talk about it if you don't mind. I thought it was, I thought it was just like, great, just pointed. I thought it was just timely. I thought it was sending a strong message. This is the first like major, major U.S. sport, no offense, well, so, you know, um, the U.S. sport that, that has started. And uh, Cleon's shaking his head, okay? Now, and in, in, in regards to that gets a bigger <laughs> national interest, right? Um, and and it, it piggybacks on what the, the NS, NWSL did. They had a nice moment with Julie Ertz, right? And, um, and the same kind of topic. And uh, I just thought the, the eight minutes, 46 seconds, you know, it just, man, that silence really hits you right for that long. And I, and I thought that letting the other players who are part of the new um, group related to, um, to social justice issues, um, having them on the pitch too was a good touch and just letting, letting the, the, the players express themselves in that way. I thought it was, I thought it was good. I'm off. I was all for that. I thought it was a good moment. I thought, you know, the fact that it was a surprise made it even more effective. Alex Ryder, your thoughts about the opening moment. It, it, it definitely, because up until now, the biggest team sport, even in the world that it, um, team has been doing it, is the Premier League. And every match, the, the way they did, started with the Black Lives Matter on the back of the jerseys and displayed in the stadiums and everybody kneeling before every match for the remainder of the season – this was a moment where we're opening we're opening domestic soccer in the US for the first time since since covid since everything that has happened throughout the country and it was a powerful moment the the, the word powerful comes to mind and it was the way that they brought everyone out to be united it was very it was very well done cuz you don't get that if if everybody is spread throughout the country playing matches, you don't get that. But you get every a rep from every team on the field steps onto the field and says, "We stand against this." It's a powerful moment, and I, and I hate to say this, but I don't think it's going to get nearly as much credit as it should because MLS still doesn't have as much clout as it should, but it's going to get more attention because of it. All right, Cleon, your thoughts. I wonder what the, speaking of that, I wonder what the rating was. Did, did, they, did they come out with the numbers? They did. Uh, yeah, I think, at least on the streaming platform, I think it was 846,000. Wow. Somewhere around there, somewhere around 900,000. They said it was the second most uh, watched game on the streaming platform since it came out, since they started in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of expected at this point with, I mean, everyone's pretty much everyone's doing it. So it was kind of expected to happen. Um, it, it was a it was a moment. I my only, It was honestly, I was sitting and I was like, I was, I was wondering if there was a set time limit that they are holding the arms up. And I was wondering if somebody was going to cramp. <laughs> The arm was so long, bro. The arm was up so long, and they were scanning people's faces. And you could see some of them like, 
it's almost like nobody knew when at what time. I, I'm just wondering with that, it was so long. It must have meant something, but it's like it wasn't explained. Yeah. The timing. Yeah. But how long there, they were there for? Like they didn't. Yeah. I didn't really hear an explanation or nothing. But actually, it didn't seem like Twelman or any of them knew what was going on themselves coming in. So I guess they wouldn't know either. But um, yeah, that was my only question. I didn't. I was wondering what was the significance with the with the time. They were holding arms up a long time, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they took an extra long need too before the match when everybody yeah. got in position yeah. to the point where they zoomed in on Dom Dwyer next oh, to the referee, and Dom yeah. Dwyer literally looks over the referee and says, "Can we get up yet?" And the referee's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's, yeah." The bro. referee was like, "Referee's like really Dom, you want to get off the ground?" we'll get to that we'll get to that lee what what was your thoughts lee on the uh opening moment oh i really liked it i i thought it was a powerful you know moment and uh i thought it was really well done um i also liked what i don't know if any y'all watch a philly game this morning uh but the players for philly had changed the names on the back of their shirt to the last names of, uh, you know, people who've been, uh, you know, victims of police violence. And I thought that was really nice. But yeah, they uh, literally left spaces on the jerseys, right? And they wrote them in. Well, well, yeah, well the they, was different. No, they, they had their actual the, name replaced. Yeah, yeah. They, they had the actual wow. name. Yeah, it, it, was, it was good. Yeah. And, and you know, like, Klingon's right that they, they had this, everybody did something like this. I just thought the silence yeah. and the length of it. And with Alex's point, I did, you know, you, you, the way you summed it up was, was great, Alex. The, how, the, the fact that everybody, the whole league is here, you're able to have that kind of big moment mm-hmm. and pan out and see that. And that, you know, give it a sense of, of unity and et cetera. And, and, it, it was kind of funny listening to Tara or Twelman last night and today trying to be yeah. the wokest person in the world. He, he referred to himself as a privileged white male like six or seven times last night. And then it kept, and he, yeah. he kept doing it this morning, too. I, I'm, yeah. just I'm yeah. like, we, we, we get it. it. We get yeah. it. Yeah, he was literally was like, as a privileged white male, I'm pretty sure that Miami just scored. <laughs> I was like, all right, Taylor. <laughs> uh, did you guys see what Pierre Henry did uh, in today's game? Yeah, yeah, yeah for, I just yeah, saw that during the game. He, yeah, he kneeled for eight minutes, the, the eight minutes plus during the game on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the first eight minutes. The first eight minutes. He just played during Eight minutes and 46 seconds. Yeah, yeah. To exactly. be exact. Wait, My favorite play. player of all time. Yeah. Huh? The impact? Um, yeah, they played. They're, they're, the impact they're playing right now. They're playing right now. And, what do you think's on the TV above this? Yeah. yeah. 1-0. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terry Henry, my, my favorite player of all time, Terry Henry. Gustavo Boo. All right. Well, uh, Cleon's changing the channel. Let's talk. Uh, and he'll come back in. Uh, let's talk about the lineups yesterday for Orlando City. What'd you guys think about that lineup? It wasn't really. I mean, Yuri was in there uh, instead of Seba. Um, then we had, uh, I guess. I would say it's Schlegel or Antonio Carlos, but we went with Antonio Carlos. And then um, where we went with Dom Dwyer in in the front instead of Tesho. Uh, What did you guys think? And no Benji in the uh, lineup, but he came back in the, uh, in the second half, came in in the second half. Your thoughts on this lineup that Oscar put out, Eddie. 
I thought it was, um, I mean, I thought it was fine. I thought Sebas would have started over Yuri, but in, in a game where it looks like they were intent on keeping possession, uh, I get why Yuri was in there. And uh, Yuri's vertical passing, like like I've mentioned before, is helpful if you're going to have those, you know, vertical um, or quick counter punches that, that Oscar likes to do. I thought that'd be part of the game plan. And uh, Dom, I thought Dom would start, even though Tesho, you know, earned it. But Tesho didn't play great in the first two games, to be honest. Um, and... Uh, like uh, Oscar said, no one's no one's really got their job locked in. Everyone's playing for the job because he still doesn't know what he really has. And uh, and Mueller, Mueller, I mean Mueller starting over Benji. That hasn't been that hasn't been um, something that we've seen every time. That was a bit of a surprise, but you completely understand it, and it paid off. So you know, good lineup. All right, Alex Ryder, your thoughts about the lineup? This lineup would have been a lot different if we didn't have the new FIFA rules that we have with five substitutions because putting Mueller on the pitch to start with instead of Benji or Akindele and having Dom start as well is is basically a, okay, we're going to get the energy out of him at the beginning and bring on some attacking reinforcement later on because we have the extra legs to bring, bring on. That, that's the only reason the lineup ended up the way it did. Same thing with having uh, Yuri out there. And no offense, but he looked tired. Yuri and Hansen looked tired after this match. Like they were not ready to go. Cleon, your thoughts about the lineup uh, yesterday? Uh no real surprises. I mean, he really hadn't settled. It doesn't really seem like he had settled on lineup when we had uh, stopped during the season at that point after the first two games. So it wasn't that surprising that he's still flipping around. Um, Dom, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> we we look better. The midfield. I'm not. I'm not too happy with the midfield at all. Really, we just it just looks sluggish with them people in there. Um, it it all just always does in attack. It's just it's just too slow, man. It's too slow for me. I was fine with Mueller. Mueller starting, it's whatever. I'm fine with it. I mean, all those dudes are interchangeable. None of them really stand out over the uh, over the other outside of Nani. So it's I mean, if you're starting Benji, you're starting uh, Mueller, you're starting Tesho, whoever. They're they're all the same to me. They're all kind of interchangeable. So uh, we get an upgrade. It's not really much to complain about. All right, Lee, what's your thoughts about the lineup? Yeah, not too much to add. Like, uh, I guess Yuri was kind of the only thing I was a little surprised at. But, uh, but uh, no, I, I, I understand. And I think Alex was right on with the, about the, the new rule with the five subs that uh, it, it made for a completely different starting lineup. And the way he made the subs, you know, it, it turned out all right. Yeah, and with that, with to, to Alex's point, you could also, if you have an early lead because you got your energy guys out there too, you, you could also bring in extra defenders, you know, you know Pereira, right. the Schlegel, and, and stuff like that. Which is what they ended up doing even before they were going to bring, before Nani scored his goal, they were literally going to sub out Nani and bring in Schlegel. Yeah, just to kind of secure the tie, I guess, at that point, right? All right, let's talk about studs and duds. Uh, for the game, the studs and duds, uh, um, and we just got a final. Uh, 
the game for Montreal against uh, New England has ended, and it's 1-0 New England defeat to Montreal by Gustavo Bo is goal. All right, talking about studs and duds real quick. Uh, the studs and duds for me, my stud was probably Robin Janssen. Really? Actually, oh, yes, yeah. really. Uh, I liked what he uh, he did there, um, Antonio uh, uh, and Yuri. I'll give it also to Yuri. I liked how he played. Uh, yeah, shake your head there, Quinn. Uh, uh, but yeah, Yuri and um, and Robin, those two were my studs. My duds, got to give it to uh, Urso the Bear. Didn't seem like he was into the game yesterday. I don't know what was going on with him. And then uh, I'll also give it to, uh, man, Antonio Carlos. Um, he uh, he didn't seem like he was in it also. And close to being a dud to me was uh, Joel Montino also uh, yesterday. Um, he redeemed himself with that cross. But he also gave up the ball a lot uh, yesterday in that game. But uh, those are my studs and duds. Uh, Eddie, who's your studs and duds? Oh, okay. So we'll start with the duds first, I guess, right? Uh, I, I, I forgot Dom, but, but he's a dud anyways. Oh, dang. All right. Just, just throw that out there. I think the duds, um, I've been rooting for Dom Dwyer. I don't think he did himself any, any favors yesterday. I think that a few times he, he held up the ball. He was actually on the ball. He turned the ball over quite a uh, seemed like a few times. The, the, the whole jumping and being annoying, and elbow, it just doesn't work anymore. He's not getting calls. He's not getting the benefit of the doubt. There's just nothing that's coming from it. And he still seems to be overly pressing. It just seems like he just like there's different gears. Sometimes you don't need to be on the fourth gear all the time. It just seems like he's uh, he's just always pressing to, to make stuff happen. But Sometimes you just got to play in the flow. I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but I always just, he just makes me nervous. It just always seems anxious and like hopped up on energy, you know? And, um, and, you know, I thought he should have got a yellow card personally too in the first half. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I thought we looked better when he left, to be honest. And, um, and yep. yeah, I, I thought that the crowd would have, would have no crowd. Like I said, last week could have been helpful. I, it didn't make a difference. And um I thought uh, Antonio Carlos had some moments where the defense seemed not a sink. Jansen was bailing him out a few times. Carlos, Carlos is a big guy. He seems like be bottom heavy, sort of, you know, like the way his, his body is shaped. And, and they, they're having a small strike like Juan Agodelo. And then once, once um, one of their guys, not Morgan, what's the other guy uh, who was on the other? On the, on the Pellegrini. Pellegrini came inside. And then now it was two, two, two Miami guys or two center backs. They're giving him trouble because they're quick. And Carlos was, we were playing a high line at times because we started pressing and that's when Carlos seemed isolated and seemed to have trouble. I mean, he got away with like, with that kind of nasty tackle on a breakaway, right? He, his, he, he's supposed to be decent on the ball. He passed, you know, he, he turned the ball over a few too many times. And then that, the goal, he was there. You know, you could argue about how much he could have done on that. And there's a lot to, to break down with that goal, but it, it was still his guy. And then um, um, Urso, I thought Urso, was in a tough spot when you have, um, you know, he, they asked a lot of him to cover a lot of space. I thought at times he maybe he made the wrong choice. His touch been, has been heavy. He's turned the ball over more than I would like someone at his position to do in this, in this period. And so far in these three games, you know, I haven't been like wildly impressed entirely by him yet. Not for what I thought I, he'd be. I thought, you know, coming from where he's from, be a little more technical maybe. I'm not sure. 
he's a smart player, but I need to see a little bit more from him. And the studs, uh, Mueller, um, I think the first goal, the first shot normally goes in. That was a really good save by Robles. And he, he was a threat. He was coming inside. He was doing a lot centrally. Whenever anybody got the ball centrally, whether it's Mauricio or whether it was uh, Mueller, they were double teaming him. They were on top of Mueller. Mueller was physical, took some contact, kept the ball, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff to get out of pressure. And then, you know, he, he scored the goal and Nani, Nani was, was a stud. Nani took over and um, made it happen. And uh, he was a threat on the wing, I think most of the day. And I, I had to give it to him and Mauricio made some, some good passes in there too. And that, that's where I would, I would go most. Um, that's what I would say right there. Alex Ryder, your thoughts and who was your studs uh, and duds? My stud, um, first and foremost, was Nani, uh, goal and an assist. Uh, the goal was obviously very, I, I don't want to say haphazard. It was definitely not how he had drawn it up in his head, but it happened in a way that allowed him to show off how quick on his feet is, quite literally. Um and the in ball that he gave to Mueller, if he doesn't, if he doesn't hit that ball the way he does, he did. Mueller probably wouldn't have been right where he needed to be. Mueller, obviously, all over the place, creating some chances. Um, so he's he's definitely a stud. Um, and then Rowan was Hanson was bailing out, but he also was because he was helping. He was he was crisscrossing the whole night. I. I had to keep looking at the lineup sheet and saying, where's he playing? Because you'd see him on the left side, the right side. He's crossing the field, coming back and forth. So he had a good game despite he, – he looked a little slow even, but he still was able to get get the ball moved up the field. Um, my duds uh, – I, I mean, the low-hanging fruit is Dom Dwyer. Um, that, that That's easy to go with. It's just – I think Eddie said it best. He's he can't just go into the box and expect Nani Mueller and the midfield to bail him out every single time by gift wrapping crosses in that he can somehow jump above these large center backs and getting in. He can't elbow them. He can't shove them to the ground. Or even though it was my observation that. The Miami players spent a lot of time on the ground and it wasn't even just around him. It was very habitual to the point where I think that the Neymar acquisition for them is inevitable. <laughs> Dead. Yeah, they were. They have Pizarro, another flopper, man. Jeez. Yeah. And then um, Hanson, Hanson and Antonio were just kind of, they, they didn't make a ton of mistakes in the box, but it wasn't, I want to see more from them working together and I hope we can get a firm pairing because when was the last time we ever had that? Oh wait, never. Fair enough. Okay. Did you still there? Oops. Yep. That's all all I got. No problem. All right. So I'll, I don't know if just something happened to JJ's audio or not, but um, Lee, so what do you got? Studs and duds. Um, I mean, uh, my dud was Antonio Carlos. Like, I, I, I'm not the most, like, technically knowledgeable person about soccer, but it's weird for your cornerback to not have, like, not even an attempted tackle 
an entire match. It's, is that strange or no? Um, well, um, I, he tackled that. Well, they, they, they called it a yellow card when he, when he tackled from behind, right? Uh, yes, I, I, I had read that somewhere today that he didn't, yeah. or he didn't have, he didn't have an uh, actual a successful tackle. Yeah, a successful yeah, tackle. They might have not called it a tackle because it was a yellow card, you know? So Yeah, yeah, that. that's possible. But, yeah. like, and the, there, there was also, like, uh, there was a clearance I was watching this afternoon where it was just him in front of goal, long ball to him, one defender in front of him, and he kicked it right into the defender's chest. He could have gone anywhere with the ball. I, I mean, I just wasn't impressed. It was the first game I got to see him play a lot, and he just seemed kind of slow and lumbering. And for that, for the price tag, I, I, I just, I guess I don't see it. I guess I don't see it. But uh, Sud, I, I, I did think Jansen played well, um, and I think Chris Mueller kind of proved why, why he's getting that starting position now. I mean, if he keeps this up, I mean, he did look, he looked good. Yeah. All right, Cleon. Uh, who's your uh, so? Who's your dud? Antonio was your dud, and Chris Mueller was your stud, right? What was that second name? Chris Mueller. That's no, my, my stud. My stud was definitely Nani. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, no questions asked. Um, Mueller, Mueller, Mueller did well. He was uh, he was making some runs. He was you know he was getting in, he was trying to get into some dangerous spots. Uh, dud definitely. Definitely Dom. Um, Mauricio, I'm on the fence. He's he's like have, I, I can't call him a stud. I can't call him a dud. He's just like right in between. He's kind of mediocre. I still I still need to see I still need to see a lot more from him, man. Like that's a as a DP. Yeah. I still need to see a lot more. I mean, isn't yeah, he I was just a DP in name only. Isn't he like not really a DP? No, he's a DP. They could just buy him. I know they could just buy him down easily, right? Yeah, but I mean, he's he's a DP, bro. I, he, I mean, whether whether he's a DP or or whatever, the tag's not even the matter. He's he's a big money. He's a big money player. Uh, I'm sorry, a big money attacker yeah. on on this squad, and he's not. He's just he's a little passive. He's kind of he's kind of like Sasha, but just not quite. You know what I mean? The, way, the style that Sasha plays attack, it reminds me of him a lot, a lot. Hmm. So it's, it's I still I still need to see a lot more from him. Um, I don't know if my expectations are just he's just he's just not that type of player. If you look back, um, you know he's not really a goal scorer. He's not. I mean, he kind of is that type of player, like that Sasha Kluston type of attacker, where he's just a little setup guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, may, maybe it has to do with we don't have any attackers. So I mean, if that's all you can do, and then you don't have anybody to actually give the ball to, then it's kind of, kind of makes you, kind of. Because he was he was close to like two MLS assists. He he had uh, on Mueller's uh, first shot that Rose yeah. walked. He had that nice little no look, and then uh, I think I was writing about it earlier in the 36th minute, he was pressing, stole the ball, waited off to Nani, who put a perfect ball at the back. Posts and Dwyer just stopped running halfway through yeah. the box. That I, probably should have been a goal. See, and 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 my 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 only complaint with uh, like because I don't really care if he's he doesn't have to be the goal scorer, right? But um, it's like the so far what I've seen, it's the same issue I had with Sasha Kluston's game. 
to where mm-hmm. yes, you'll you'll get some assists and things like that, but he doesn't he doesn't really put pressure on the defense to come to come up to him and come get him. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Even, yeah. Even if almost like a point guard in basketball, like if you dribble into the paint, you make everybody come get you because it's right. like okay, well now he's getting so close that he's about to score. Um, he doesn't. I don't really need him scoring a bunch of goals. But I, I just want, I just want to see more pressure being put on 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 the opposition from him. Okay. So we're to where they make you know to make to make them move, make them move and get out of place, and then it then frees up other people. He doesn't necessarily need to score, but I need to see more aggression. I got That's important. I could I could I could buy that part. I was just kind of trying to hear you flesh it out. To see, because I, I thought I thought the 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 problem I thought the way the the way the team set up right we we did like a four two three one essentially mm-hmm. right we lost the ball a few times in the midfield Miami was pressing high for a lot of the game right it just seemed like it seemed like to get out of pressure we were going wide a lot and even Motinho and Ruan were very central at times right they were not at the touch lines they were very much inside at times and. Um, so it, my point is like the ball just wasn't coming, Mauricio. We were going wide, 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 and I thought there was a period where he seemed forgotten. But it's an almost part game plan. I mean, he he can come out and demand the ball more, and I I can see that and enforce himself there a little bit more. But you know, we have Nani kind of does that too. So, but and and unfortunately, that first one, that first one wasn't MLS assist. That was, I mean, he he slalomed the dude, got got around this dude so smoothly. I was like talking on our Zoom thing. I was like, he must be a pain in the butt for like tack because he just has this little lateral quickness and small space, mm-hmm. you know? And um, and then he laid a mm-hmm. dime to Mueller, which that Robles made a really good save. And that would have been a, a straight assist right there. And um, and then if Dom gets to the, does the basic thing, which I saw, I heard Wondolowski on the Extra Time podcast talk about, you know, what would you teach a striker? He said, get to the nearest post and be, be your defender to the nearest post. And yeah. you'll, you'll score a lot of goals, right? He's, it's as simple as that. And Chris Wondolowski has the athleticism of like your PE coach. You know? and <laughs> he, he, he leads MLS and, and goals. And Dom just didn't do the basic thing. If you're going to, if you're in a situation, who you're deferring to? Nani, who, who sent those crosses into to Wayne Rooney? And, you know, or are we going to Dom for halting his run? You know, so yeah. just, so my point is that would have been an MLS assist and an actual MLS assist. I mean, an actual assist. Um, right there for for Perea in in limited touches. I don't know how many touches he had. I would like to see him on the ball more, but I think perhaps this was strategic to kind of go out wide and kind of create that way. And um, that seemed like you know, anytime we were in the middle, there was numbers, there was a lot of a lot of pressure. Anytime uh, Perea got the ball, there was two people just humping him. And I maybe that was a strategy for for Oscar saying we have. They're, they're clogging the midfield. Let's go out wide, stretch out the defense a little bit. And that made Mauricio have less touches. Yeah, I would just, I would just like to see our attack play a lot faster. Man. It's, just, it's just too slow for me. It's just too slow for me. And, and especially when we had Yuri in there, it's because, yes, he's technically sound, this, that, or whatever, but it's just, it's just too long with the ball. Alex, you had something to say? Yeah, um, it, on the other end of the ball, um, Eddie was specifically talking about Juan coming central, and that's what I complimented him for because he was spreading himself so thin, which is why he looked so tired at the end of the match. Mm-hmm. But because he had to cover so much ground, but I just rewatched. Um, I literally have the game like replaying right above me, and I just rewatched the first goal, and 
he's literally he's marking on the far side on the far post and that's why Carlos wasn't clear on where he was Matinho wasn't covering close on the Miami player that put the ball in which gave him the space to do it but then Jensen, Carlos was too, okay um was okay uh yeah. but then you have such an amount of space or Ron's on, on on the far side but he hits him on the near side and he gets gets that shot and even though he was so close on him he didn't have the chance which is why he, Carlos needs to move over and Juan needs to spread a little wide and let the center backs get in between the the crses and the strikers inside the box so that you, doesn't you know, help either you're saying about Montino, uh, you brought up a good point there on that goal, that the first goal that was scored, which we're going to bring up the, the goal that was scored here. Montino, a lot of times, seemed like he lost his guy or he was too far away. And there, a lot of those crosses came in. To me, I would think they would have to close that in. Yuri came and bailed them out a couple of times. Um, if you saw the game, you saw that Yuri, because Montino was up so high, he was trying to come back to, to track. Yuri had to cover him. And then on the other times, you have, it seems like Montino's just at the top of the box and the guy's wide open on the uh, on that side. Mm-hmm. Get closer to him, you know, block yeah. that. You know, it, it seems like he gave him so much space on that. Dude, and that, and that's how the goal... Yeah, and the whole game, it was like that. And I think that's how that first goal for Miami happened. Montino, it's like Alex was saying, he didn't give him – he gave him too much space to cross that ball in. And then, you know, then it was perfect. It was a good cross, actually. I I watched that a a bunch. The the, What happened was um, the uh, Montino gets beat inside by his guy. The guy was killing him out wide. He starts – he kind of was – was leaning that he was going to go wide down the touchline, right? And then he cuts inside, and then two guys run at Urso, but Urso steps up and gets the guy who smokes Motinho, right? And then he, like, bumps into another dude. The other dude got sit behind, and Yuri had to be out there trying to bet on Motinho again, right? And then Jansen, the guy's right in front of Jansen. Jansen doesn't really – he kind of freezes, and then Aguadelo gets behind, gets behind Carlos, you know? So, I mean – but the guy it started off by Motinho getting beat inside, and it also had to choose, do I catch the runners or do I catch this guy running at goal? You know, and, and once you, just like in a good football play, when you have to decide who to cover, uh, you know, the defense is in a, in a precarious position because you're like, what you're going to get beat somehow. This guy's going to get a clear run on goal and line a shot up because he's cutting in or do I catch these runners, right? So it, it was, but it started off by Moutinho getting beat, like you said, it really did. The fact and that it, it came right after the the after the half started kind yeah. of showed that they weren't entirely still present on the field was yeah doesn't help. After the first water break too, Orlando seems like they were in control at least possession wise, and they had a good, good chances early. I mean, it seems like um, you know Inter Miami just came out kind of parking the bus, and then um, at least I mean it was a lot. They were a lot of high press, but they they weren't they weren't bringing a lot of attack forward. And then after the water break, they they turned on the attack, and then and then we we were caught there in scrambling a few times, you know. Were you guys surprised that you guys didn't see Pizarro in the starting lineup? Yeah, and Car- and Carranza too. 
that definitely worked in our benefit. Yeah, it because did. it didn't allow them to come out strong in the first half, and only after a break going into the second half were they able to confuse us to the point where we're, they were able to score. Um, one other point to piggyback off of Eddie's point before, um, unfortunately, I do have to drop off to take care of some stuff. But, um, but before I do, one thing that was widely discussed, and I know I'm jumping down the thing a little bit and discussing both goals scored and Dom Dwyer, but what happened with that that scary moment with Dom Reyes pushing his yeah pushing his arm back and it it there, it doesn't look like there's intent there it's a scary moment no. Dom Dom was clearly shaken up he posted about it yeah, yeah, yeah. on Twitter and Instagram but if you guys go back and you look you look at how the match ended that doesn't happen that match ends one one. Yeah. And it, it's another one of those things where the game changed because of other things that happened. And you're talking about these water breaks that changes the pacing too. And adds, he was on the ground for six or seven minutes, took him forever to get the card out. Almost eight. But was it that long? Yeah. Yeah. It was eight minutes because they, they added yeah. an extra two, 10 minutes. Ten minutes. Wow. But the the pace of the game changed so much because you've got these water breaks, because you've got more subs coming on. Sure, they're only coming on during three stoppages, but it's a it's a slightly different it's a slightly different game. And seeing how our players responded to it was incredibly interesting. And it's sad that that the way the game ended came because of that scary moment. Yeah. I got, oh, because of the extra time from it? Yeah. The yeah. extra time, yeah. Or he wouldn't have scored a goal because it probably been only three minutes of added time. Yeah. I literally made minutes. a comment um, the last time that much added time was added, Kaká scored in the final minute on a yeah, PK. Yeah, he roofed it. Yeah, but isn't it isn't it say, isn't it telling that that Dom Dwyer's biggest contribution was was accidentally chicken winging somebody in the back? hurting somebody? Yeah, I mean that's that yeah. sucks, man. That sucks. Yeah, yeah it really does. You know, it's just I don't know. I don't but know you know that, that could have been prevented if I think he he could have he should have deserved a yellow card way before, you know, for sure, and everything. So I mean. He, if he would have gotten a yellow card, he wouldn't have been playing that recklessly. Not saying that he intentionally did that, but he wouldn't have been playing the way he he you know he's a flopper. I, I hate to say it. the guy's a flopper. He's on the ground all the time. He needs to stay stand to stay on his ground on on his feet, and he needs to play the game to stop yeah. you know intimidating. Even you know Taylor was saying you know this guy tries to intimidate these players and these defenders. But it's it's getting old, it's not, man. Everybody it's knows it's not working. It just don't work. I don't care if it's old. It right? hasn't worked in a while. Yeah, yeah. It, work. yeah. Some old things, it doesn't work. Some old things work. You know what I mean? But that that one it just doesn't work. And whatever the, what it is is nobody's scared of them. You know they, they don't have to worry about them. They're like, yeah, go ahead and play off our back shoulder. We'll catch up. He's not that he's not that fast, and he, he gets caught. And they're not they're not worried about his finishing. He's not really a threat. So that stuff isn't very effective. 
what I think, you know. And me, yeah, enough about the oh, man. We got three points, and you know, so I'm just so excited. Yeah, we got three <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah, man. Who cares about Dom? Yeah, yeah. Wait. Um. So, ah, oh, geez, I forgot what I was gonna say. Go ahead, JJ. Sorry, my bad. So talking to, uh, talking about the goals. Let's talk about yeah. the two goals that Orlando City scored. You know, the Chris Mueller one and the uh, the Nani goal. Yeah. All right, I'm going to tell you, they were both lucky goals. Oh. Okay? Oh. Oh. Both lucky goals. <laughs> JJ, you don't have to. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the right. opening day. We won the game. The we won the game but we won. He believes Cup. Come on. Here we go. But, <laughs> hey, hey, but listen. <laughs> the one he, he could have saved it. Robles could have saved the Mueller goal. It bounced off of him and it went into the goal. Nani was at the right place at the right time to get That's the bounce accident. off of Pesho's guy, and he kicks it in. It scores. All right, we win the game. Right place at right time. But I mean, he Dom was at the goal. right place at the right time earlier, and it didn't work for him. <laughs> right, Modelo? Yeah, exactly. No, ah, no, Dom. He, Dom. We're talking about what the with Mueller's Mueller's miss. I mean, well, that's, that's, he was, yeah, Dom was in the right place at the right time, but somehow it didn't work out the way Nani's worked out. Okay, but hold right. on. Well, you you got to get wrap it for Dom. I disagree on that with the Dom. All right. Okay. That ball came off. Mueller kicks the ball. Okay. Dom didn't know. Yeah. Dom, for all he thought, was that was going to be a goal that Mueller okay. was going to score. Come on. That yeah. looked perfect. Rollis blocked it. And then Dom is full speed running, correct? Why and the ball just hits him. Yeah. I don't even think Ronaldo could have scored that goal, probably. Yeah. What was he expecting? He was going to run into the net if it went in? What was he <laughs> running? What, like, in my opinion, I don't look. I'm not a professional striker. <laughs> Maybe this is wrong, but I, I feel like you should set your feet up for what, you know, with some anticipation. When a shot like that, a low shot, if it's going to, you know, it's a potential for a rebound, it's not going to go off the post or over the, the, the net or over the goal. So then set your, your feet up for a rebound. It even got to his left foot. He's a very, very one-footed player. <laughs> and all he needed was any portion of his foot to, to be facing forward, and that ball goes in. Like, I've seen goals like Frank Lampard score off of a love handle, off of a nipple, off of a thigh. Like, the point is you put whatever position of your body in, you twist, whatever. He, he could have, like, done, like, like you know, like when you're roller skating, you, like, you turn sideways and put the brakes on. You know, or like in Mighty Ducks where you, you go and stop and he, the ice hits the person, you know? Oh, he could have done that and stumbled in and it would have gone in the goal because that's it, right? Am I wrong? Any part I, of his body. I mean, it wasn't an easy thing, but I'm saying it, it's like. Just the momentum. Seems, Come on. We got we to gotta give the guy the benefit. I know. I got it. Okay, fine. I said we, we're done talking about Dom. But what I'm saying is that, and I go on five minutes here, but I'm saying is that uh, I think he did think it was a goal and didn't really, wasn't like sharp and thinking, oh, crap. Let me get my feet right just in case. You know, that's the part I don't like. You know, a little more, a little bit more Look, awareness of sports IQ, man. Look, Whereas for Nani on his on his goal, he just yeah. he sees the ball, he he gets it out of from under his feet, it bounces off, and then he gets to turn, do that full turn that you were talking about earlier, and he puts it in. Yeah, that that exactly. that was completely by accident, but he was anticipating enough to have his feet ready to go and putting putting it in a place where he's not hitting it right back at the goal. Exactly. Whereas the was... first goal, he knew exactly where he was putting the ball, and Mueller just got lucky that he was able to actually get it off of his feet. And Tesho did a great job on that first goal, pulling his defender to the near post. Yes. Leaving 
Chris uh, or Mueller almost wide open. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That was, that was just a good team play. It was. Yeah, Lee, you're right. And Tesho did the thing, the, the Wondolowski, right? He got – they both got to their nearest post, right? Yep. They beat their they beat their man to their nearest post, and that, that pulled. And, and now he did a great job by by timing his, his run at the defender, right? He takes him on slowly, and then he gives a little acceleration. The whole time he's knowing what he's going to do, he's just setting it up. And to cross like that, that far, with your weak foot, on a dime like that, man, yeah. that was class, class, class. That was – Man, I've never been more attracted to Nani than I was last night. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like, what a man, what a macho. So you guys, you guys, (laughs) I mean, you guys are still up on Nani and and, uh, the way he played yesterday. You guys think Mm -hmm. he played a full great game or did he have spurts or did he just show up in the second half of the second half? No, I think he played better in the second half. Nobody played great all game. Yeah. Yeah. He's been off for four months. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think everybody. Nani, I don't think anybody had a good game. Like I think to me, Nani was the Nani. only good part of Nani was in the second half after the 80th minute. After he gave that goal to Chris Mueller, that was well, that it. was 68 or 68, 70th minute or whatever. <laughs> but from then on, I think that's when he started playing. Prior to that, I don't think Nani was actually that good. To be honest with you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> he wasn't bad, but he definitely came alive at the end, which is what you want to see. Um, I got to I got to drop off, guys. But one, two more things before I do. Uh, one, speaking of Mueller's goal being given, did we all catch the fact that he almost ate turf? <laughs> oh yeah, celebration. Yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> just almost ate it. But he comes out of the slide, and he's too. Yeah amped up the care yeah man that was an acl terror right there right just like oh, oh yeah, on that yeah. you don't want to want to see that was no, scary no. yeah next time just go to the camera and like fifa celebrate it and just scream at the camera or like you just look at the drone point at the drone and be like because that weird camera angle where they were showing like they were cutting off a quarter of the right of the of the touch lines right <laughs> yeah she's yeah cleon what do you got what do you what do you think about the goals man have a good one guys thank see you guys. all right thanks thank alex everybody Talk to you again soon. Goodbye. All right. All right. Cleon, what do you got with the goals? I want to hear it. We just we we were playing faster, man. Once they made the subs, the we were just playing faster. Uh once Sebas came in, ball's moving around a lot faster, a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. He's not as technically gifted as you know some other guys, but it's you know, athleticism in the midfield and and making things happen. Once Dom got pulled out of there, we actually had somebody in possession up top with Tesho. Because if I'm going to have a non-goal scoring striker, I'd rather have one that can at least put, give me some hold-up play or something. Not, not a guy who can't score goals and can't hold up. At least Tesla could do one of the two. So it's like uh, one, once, uh, I mean, with Dom Innard, there's zero hold-up play whatsoever. We can't get the ball up there. We're playing, we're playing Yuri back there, who that's what he does. But he's got nobody to kick it. To. Well, he's trying to kick it to Dom, but it's, that's pointless. Um, once until Tesla got in there, it was there was there's nothing. You were better off bringing DK in there or something, bro. Because yeah. it's like, oh, I mean, even Santiago, somebody. But uh, just if you're not gonna score goals, you got to do something. You have to do something, bro. 
So um, once them subs were made, it was a uh, we just played a lot faster. Uh, it was able to help out with possession a whole lot better and getting and advancing the ball forward because we actually had somebody we can you know get the ball up there to and bring it down out of the air. Um, so it was a it's just a totally different team. I I still don't know why they keep fighting it and and just put Nani just put Nani up top just put him up top put him up top. What are we doing? Because he's he's out there on the wing the whole time and it's like it's what's he gonna do out there? He's there's nobody to pass to. There's nobody who are you creating for? So um even even like the goal he had like that's a it was a oh well it's the right place right time. That's what strikers do. And he's not a striker, but he's a extremely intelligent player and a whole lot higher class player than other players in our team. So you got to put the best guy in, in the best spots to score goals. Um, until we get a real striker, you need to put him up there and, and put another big guy with him, whether it's Tesho, whether it's DK, whether it's whoever. Um, pair him up there, let him play falls nine, and let him be in those types of positions to where when the ball happens to fall off your feet, you're going to have the class and, and, and composure to put it in the back of the net calmly instead of not even being able to get a whiff on the ball and tripping over your own feet and falling flat on your face. Like another guy. Man, somebody, somebody, so, is this a Dom Dwyer bashing podcast? I know. We're going we're gonna to get guff for this. Yeah. You know, hey, wow. look, that's okay. Um, Doug, Cleon, Cleon, so, but, um, we, you know, the first goal is because he's on the wing. Like, who, who does that? We just don't play that way? Or, or you, do, you think, do you think we're playing, and are you, do you think we're playing horizontally, right? Because we don't have the hold up play in the middle. Is that why we think we're going so wide all the time? No, we try it's, it's, it, we lose the ball, so let's just keep possession. Let's go side by side until we find, you know, a combination of two-on-one somewhere to exploit because we, we can't really go centrally with Dom in there. Is that I what you're saying? I just no. I'm just saying it's it's we're just handcuffed. We're just handcuffed to to, to certain players, mm-hmm. and Dom's not the only one. And it's and it's uh, with a new coach coming in, he's got to go through the same progression as the other ones, and it's going to take him another ten games to realize, okay, this player don't work, that player don't work, that player don't work. That we've already known that this, these players have been there for two, three years now. Whatever, they don't. work. And, and um, you know, you don't want to come in and, and just say, you know what, it ain't working. Sit down. Yeah. Because he's the, DP, he's the big name. Um, guys like him, guys like you, guys like – they just – they don't work, bro. They don't work. Why don't, why don't we just let Nani be free? Let him go anywhere That's he what wants. I'm saying. Put him up there and let him be free. Let him get. Like, a, I mean, we've him. had games like that. What games was it? I think it was last year. The preseason game, he was free. Yeah, he was free in the preseason games, and he showed that he has the ability to do whatever he wants when he's free. Yeah. He comes back, he goes up, he does whatever, and then yeah. put Benji or somebody you know up there to help him, or Tesho, and then there you go, and get somebody else on the left side. The uh, well, we that's the problem. We don't we don't have anybody else. We don't have other wingers. I, I think I think what happened, you know, um, Oscar Pareja likes to play the four two three one. I think it's probably his his most used formation, right? I think he does like to go a little bit more vertical over the top, you know. And I think we we weren't we're doing that. We we're going side by side in the middle and in the back, and then we were trying to go sort of centrally 
when we got closer to the box. So Nani was isolated. I think Nani played fine. I think the problem is that, like Cleon said, what, he, he goes in there, he gets double team, he's facing a guy one-on-one, he's got to do all of this, and then nobody makes a run or no one's open, and he's got to pass it back or sideways. Right. Well, so, it's, then, uh, yeah. I mean, so I, 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 what I mean is like, if you've got a winger is isolated, and he's got no one to provide service to and this and that, then you can't judge him for having a bad game. He did like what was asked to do. So I think he had a, you think he had a good game. And well, uh, it was a perfect yeah, example. Was, yeah. Uh, perfect example was Dwyer and, and Nani. Nani had it, gets it in perfect ball. Where's Dwyer? Never made the run. Yeah, he, he never made the run. He, he was looking. He, he was like, "Oh, he played." For, yeah, he played for the. He played. He played for a pullback where you got the guy who who served across to to Rooney for his bicycle kick right there. You know, like come on, you know that's what he does. So and you could see was, it. You yeah, saw yeah. the frustration in Nani. You I know? wanted the mic to he pick that around. Up. And he's like, I wanted, to, "I wanted the mic to pick that moment up because I don't know what he was thinking." <laughs> you know, I don't think he said anything, but he turned around <laughs> and like you know, a blood vessel popped or something. But he was he was frustrated with that. So I, I, I think uh, and then you know what? I mean, I, I like I like the idea of Nani having a freer role or a false nine, etc. At some point, I, I think we need to we need to play through Mauricio and through Nani as much as possible in, in, in the most dangerous places possible, right? Let's not let's not I, you know, I just want to get our talent in the best position possible. Sometimes you want to put talent to adhere to a certain system, and I get that, etc. You know, and he was playing like a true winger in a four-two-three-one this game for the most part. But this is kind of like we saw with Adrian Heath with Kaká, where like Kaká didn't fit his system. You're like, it's Kaká, man. Just <laughs> let him cook. So I think a little bit with Nani. With Nani, Nani at the end, he, he didn't have to make as much of a um, – you know, he had a little more freedom to, to do what he wanted to do, and he made it happen at the end. And Oscar loves Nani. I mean, yeah. they, they, they have a good connection. Them too, the coach and Nani, because I don't know if you guys saw when he got subbed out, all the COVID-19, you know, social distancing went out, especially after Oscar gave Nani a nice kiss, you know, on the cheek. So it's like, you know, you, you see that, you know, basically they have a nice connection. They got a nice, you know, um, relationship. So and, and I like seeing that. I like seeing that our top player and the coach are working together. And uh, hopefully um, it means good things in the future. Lee, you've been kind of quiet. Uh, what do you think of our conversation that we're having with uh, oh, no, no. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you guys have pretty much hit all the, <laughs> hit all the points. Um, but it does seem like, and it happened last season too, when we go down, it's like we're waiting to fall behind to give them that freedom. Uh, it, it happened in it, when I was saying you guys were saying kind of like when he last played more centrally, like in a free roll, was that like New England game yes. where we almost came back and like he yeah. just came out that second half and just took over. Like he's mm-hmm. the type of guy, in freakishly his age, that can just put this team on his back. But I think that'd be a lot asking for him to do out of the gate every single match. Yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe it's something like we'll see if the game plan works. Uh-huh. If it doesn't work, let, let's just everybody jump on his back and have him try and carry us across the finish line. It's not bad to have to have someone on the team that can do that, right? But it's a lot. Right. It's a lot of burden on him. And you, then you'll get the stuff where he was gone for for a couple months. He didn't do this or that from like you know MLS critics. 
but it's like, man, dudes, it has to be worn out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the 97th minute where he he, right. he did what he did. I mean, and look, and yes, did it did, was it a fortunate bounce to get right at him? Yeah, but it was it was just a calm class moment to get his feet yeah. right and just slot that by one of the, a better keeper, you know, in the league. And then and but you look at what led to the cross. He smoked like two dudes, got Matinho oh, yeah. the space in order to get the cross in the first place, and then had the wherewithal to go in there and put himself as a central threat, knowing that yeah. he, this is what happened. You're thinking a step ahead. He, he set him up to give him that space to cross it on purpose, you know? And it, right. and that was the whole, right. the whole point of that, that whole movement. And, and it's good to have that, but you're right. I mean, at yeah, some he, point, it would be good to start with a lead and just maybe maybe let, let him cook a little bit. And, and if he's yeah, in a central role... Depend. Yeah, yeah. If he's in a central role, then, then he's, you know, he, he could kind of do that maybe earlier on. Yeah. Uh, and a good... And something came up today... I don't know if you guys watch Sports Center uh, today. Uh, they were having the segment about MLS, and of course, you know that's the only thing they talk about now is soccer on Sports Center. But um, they're talking about Nani being probably the best MLS player right now that there is yeah. in this no tournament. Argument for me. Uh, yeah. And my thing is, is hey, Matt Doyle, uh, Weeby. Um, <laughs> let's see, uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, David Goss, David Goss, get him, uh, Tenorio. Uh, yeah. my good friend, you always, you always got to throw him in there, of course. <laughs> I gotta throw Tenorio, he's my best friend. And yeah. uh, those guys, you know, remember, oh, Nani's not gonna be uh, in Orlando City. Guess what? He just basically, and like you said, 97 minutes, 98 minutes, you know, basically 100 minutes because mm-hmm. he came out what on the 98th, 97th minute, yeah. Uh, I mean, he played his art out, and you could see it in his face, you know, that blood and that sweat and that yeah. whole tiredness, you know. You could see it in his face, but, hey, guess what? He did it, you know. I don't see, uh, you know, other players that – Nani has this thing that just – he loves Orlando, you know. Yeah. He, he, he loves Orlando. He's, you know, knowing him and seeing him in his days of sporting and man you – and everything it's just to me he has this heart is here in orlando right now you know yeah and, and he's fighting for everything that he can you know to to play and to bring something to orlando and to to make it i mean listen we won that what was it the challenge cup in the mls all-star game him and mueller mm-hmm. i mean the guy was so freaking happy just to win that for the city of orlando let's see yeah. like you know, yeah, that's for sure. his heart and his, his everything bleeds purple right now, you know. Yeah. So yeah. the guy, you got to give it to him. I mean, to me, he's a different Kaká. I didn't I didn't feel that way with mm. Kaká. No. Uh, to me, Kaká, I felt like he was more of a spokesperson for Orlando City, like yeah. a, a poster boy. Nani mm-hmm. wants to win. Nani wants to win purple, bleed purple. You know, yeah. and that's what I feel with Nani. And you could see it yesterday in the game. I mean, the guy was yep. just – there was gallons of sweat just coming down from his uh, nice curly hair, the blonde. <laughs> yeah, it looked juicy. Well, well said, JJ. And I wanted to – that's something you had when you when, he, when we signed him. You had expressed some concerns, right, that he was yeah. – there, there was some effort in some other places. He had been moved around a lot, right? And you're like, how much does he care? 
And man, he's put his heart and soul in this team. The amount of minutes he played last, <laughs> last year, the amount of time, how he how hard he played till the end of the season, you know, and um, and all the work he's put in. So I mean, Anani is just he's the I mean he's the best player this club's ever had. I mean, he's he's, oh, he's, he's, more, he's won in, in Sporting Lisbon. He's won in Manchester United. Yeah, in the Champions uh, Leagues, leagues. You know, I mean, the yeah, guys won everything. And he he's he's a European champion with mm-hmm, Portugal. Right. Yeah, uh, the captain, uh, captain in the final too. The captain in the final after Ronaldo went down, and then um, you know he went to Turkey. He played, but off Spain is the only one that he really didn't do very good at. But he went back to Sporting Show. They he won the uh, Portuguese Cup with Sporting. Then he came to Orlando, and guess what, Orlando, you got him for this year, the rest of this year, and the rest of next year. Because after that, he's leaving. He's going back to end his career in Portugal with Sporting Lisbon, yeah. and he's already stated that too. So yeah, this says, is the yeah. three years, and he he and he's he's showing that. He's trying to help Orlando as much as he can. He is absolutely. You can't, you can't act for you can't ask for better and uh, a better you know captain and leader at the way he's played and and everybody on the team or people we've we've um, you know people and other um, players like Chris Mueller have talked about how he how the support he's given him and all the, the advice you know him Mueller, he picked Mueller and Mendez for that MLS Cup thingy that challenged the the the, you yeah. know, the one that they won he picked them and he gave them about a confidence he, he he talked about how Mueller's got all this potential and all these things and man he just seems like I mean, just like the captain's captain man it's fantastic and we're lucky to have him and we need to bring him as much help as possible I mean there's only so much a guy can do and I just you know I feel like I feel like people need to he needs to get the respect he, he deserves and I think they need to you know not judge every single turnover <laughs> as a big deal. Some of the passes he's trying to make, he's trying to make things happen without a great supporting cast. And sometimes he's taking people on because, you know, what's the option? Do I take people on or do I just pass it back? Right. So, yeah. so he's, he's, he's being asked to do a lot. So he deserves leeway in regards to like what he's doing, what he's doing and the net positive that he brings is enormous, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch and for the brand, for the club overall. And, and Evan, Evan Weston had some good stats. Luis Nani has 13 goals, nine and 11 assists in 2,373 MLS minutes. So it's point, 0.91 goals assists per 90. That puts him fourth in the league among active players since the start of 2019, behind only Carlos Vela, Joseph Martinez, and Maxi Morales. Guys who are on, you know, who have million-dollar players around them, Man City money with Maxi. Atlanta stack roster and Carl and LAFC stack roster. And he's yeah. producing like those guys with Tesla Akindele, Don Dwyer, <laughs> Chris Mueller, you know, like guys who are up and coming, who are, who are having broke through. He's not playing with, with, you know, the, the guys. Imagine, imagine if we had Joseph Martinez as a striker and not dishing it into him. Yeah. That yeah, would be, that, that, that'd be killer. And points understood. I threw up a little bit in my mouth, but you know, points, points. <laughs> Points understood. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think um, <laughs> last last night uh, it was either before the match or a story she had written before the match. Uh, Julia Poe was commenting that since I guess they arrived in Orlando about the same time, and she said this has been the most fit, the best he has been since he's been in Orlando. And I think if he can continue that and stay fit and stay strong, he's gonna he's gonna have just another excellent season. And I, I think, J.J., you predicted that he was going to have more goals and more assists than he did last season. Even with a shortened season, he might do that. I don't know. Yeah. 
He looks like maybe, maybe he'll be the uh, leading goal scorer for this um, MLS's back tournament. Yeah. And then the uh, yeah. golden boot. <laughs> That'll be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, this is a um, he took over this game and won it, in my opinion. And uh, but yep. and look, look, talk about fit. Look at the example and the grind he was doing when we were off, and you know when they were quarantined. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was just putting in work, and he looks incredible. I mean, geez, this guy, you know, I you know, I mean, he looks. He's, Man, he, I, I think I, I think. His wife needs to be careful because I know yeah, this, about to go after this guy, Nani. This, he's, there's more fat in those MLS lunches than there is on Nani's entire body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, but, um, but the, the great example he set, and I another point is I think we looked more fit yesterday. There were points where and Miami came out pressing, but then they got tired, and we came after them. And at the end, I think we really took it to them. We we looked we looked a lot more fit yesterday, and I thought more organized too. And this yeah, is good no. goes into Oscar. I feel like I feel confident going into this because I feel like he, he's he's done well in tournaments. He's a good coach, and we look like we had a purpose with the ball and, and movement, right, right, Lee? Yeah, yeah. And and I I haven't seen that from this team in a long I mean, time. Like there were flashes of it under <laughs> JOC, like a couple times, like the, I guess Cincinnati game, that one play against Montreal. Uh, where it looked like, you know, we had a, a system and a game plan and a focus, but this was like one of the first times where it seemed like all game. And I even raised my eyebrows at a couple of subs, and I know there are going to be a lot of subs now, uh, uh, you know, with everybody being rusty and you get five subs, but, you know, just kind of raised my eyebrows. But it seemed like he, he, he Oscar played that game perfectly. And, uh, he did everything, you know, right in hindsight. Yes. We got three points. Nice. The, the subs were, um, you brought in Benji, right? You brought in Tesho. And mm-hmm. uh, he brought in Sebas Mendes for Urso. And then Schlegel then, at the end for Fernani, right? Just he brought in uh, Perea too, right? Yeah, he brought in Perea. As well. Perea took over. Yeah, Andres Perea took over for Mauricio Perea. And, and he, yeah, he I was, think that's when I was, was raising my eyebrows. But, yeah. uh, but. No, no, it worked out well. At this point, at this point, it's it's, it's fair to say, based on the two two games we've seen, where um, Andres Perea, they see him more as a higher up midfielder, not as a not as a number six, right? Because he he was yeah. basically playing that number ten role, right? He yeah, did, he was. He, he did. He he played like at least a box to box eight in the um, against um, Real Salt Lake, right? Mm-hmm. And he was high up when he made the assist to Mueller. And um, and then he he came in in Mauricio's spot and Benji Benji created some pressure. He took it to the back line, got behind, was caught wreaking some havoc, got back on defense wall. And um, and Mendes Mendes like Cleon said, Cleon's having some connection difficulties, so join us shortly. But um, he, uh, he said um, um, he was right about Mendes, just athleticism and the amount of space he can cover, and the fact that he seems to like to push the ball forward a little bit more. Urso has been very safe with his passing. And, yeah, uh, and, and because it, that was a one-for-one sub, they they took out Urso and put in Sebas, where you thought Sebas would probably replace Yuri. But they, I mean, Urso wasn't having a great game, so that's probably why Sebas went in. And I think they kind of put him in to chase Bizarro around. But one thing, and it, and it wasn't, you know, anything perfect, but it looked like Sebas was trying – um, at least from last season, he was trying like uh, harder passes or or something, trying to be a little bit more creative, further passes. Because last yeah. season it just seemed to be kind of like a one touch, 
you know, right back to ever pass it to yeah. him, real short, eight For yard sure. passes. Man, and, between him but, and Will Johnson, it was like a 20 of those oh God. a game, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> the most boring midfield ever. <laughs> you know, that's, that's right, a good let's... point. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but but Seb was putting a, long, a nice long ball over the top, you know? He, he was just mm-hmm. – he was hitting those. If you're, you play like FIFA, that's like the RBA pass, you know, just kind of yeah. go from midfield and try to get it into that the, the, the final third and start working, you know? And uh, yeah. he just gave some energy. I, I like the yellow card he gave. You know, sometimes you get set the tone. You, you know, he, he, Bizarro let him know, hey, I'm here. And, uh, you know, if you're not just going to let you do your thing. And so I didn't mind it at all, one bit. And um, yeah. I thought he was – I thought Mendes – Mendes was key in changing the game. And I, you know what I like about the team too? Physicality. I thought that the club was very physical. Um, I like that. Um, I like that they were able to fight back. Even John Moutinho at the beginning set the tone. And with Morgan, he shoved him out, out of bounds, you know, kept the, kept mm-hmm. the ball, kept the ball in play. And I, I, I think in this kind of tournament where, where people are kind of – some teams are in it or not and people are tired, a little physicality, a little short pool, a little tackle, right? Can, can, um, yeah. can, you know, it's who wants it more, man, in these little tur- in these tournaments, especially with how rusty people are. Yeah, oh, yeah, Janssen, I, I don't know if you guys saw Robin, when he uh, he got up to the face of one of the players for uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, and Catanza uh, got – Catanza, like, yeah, yeah I mean, like, stomped him, man. And he was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I like that. I like an enforcer like that yeah. in the back. So yes. That doesn't take – let's talk a, real quickly about the upcoming games now that Nashville is out. And uh, they are out, and so is FC Dallas – uh, because of the COVID uh, situation. So Chicago heads out West. Mm-hmm. They took Chicago out. We're now in a bracket of four when we started in a bracket of uh, five six. Um, or six. Right. I'm sorry, six Nashville. Correct. And Chicago and Chicago now goes out to the other side. So now we're at four. So that means now the top two teams make it instead of the top three. Now we have NY FC is a C NYCFC too many C's in the New York City. Team. <laughs> That's the next game we play on July 14th at eight o'clock. And then we end up with the Philadelphia Union. Maybe, maybe the the last game against Philadelphia will be two unbeaten teams to get fight for the battle of first place in our group. But really, we want to win against New York. We already beat Miami. Now it's time to beat our other arch rival new york city what do you guys think what's going to happen in this game um i know that uh they don't have all their players um new york city uh i didn't see uh what's his name mitra mitra yeah he wasn't mitra, playing today. Mitra, i think yeah. i think he picked up a knock uh, oh, he did. in practice but i don't know how serious it is yeah because i didn't yeah. see him in the lineup Mm-hmm. Uh, today and uh, against Philadelphia, but they did lose to Philadelphia one to nothing. So right now, in first place is your Orlando City in the first place in the group, and then Philadelphia, and then uh, Miami, and then New York City. So New York City's coming in in last place, taking on Orlando City. Let's th- let's talk about that, Eddie. What are your thoughts on that game on July fourteenth? Well, I mean, New York City has yet to score uh, right this whole season. They're oh yeah, they didn't of, score, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're creating a ton of chances. I mean, they're they're dangerous team. Uh, I I think I like playing them on an actual you know soft, you know real football pitch, right? I think the the way you know Maxi's a pain in the butt all the time, but 
I think especially in that little pitch they have, you know, it's like he just disappears in a mound of, of sod or a divot, you know, and just pops up and you don't even see him. And the pitching <laughs> mound. Yeah, the pitching mound, he just disappears. He's just like, what? Um, uh, so I, I think uh, I think that that's, that's you know, I, they're a better home team than a road team, right, Usually, mm-hmm. so to speak. So I think the pitch is part of the reason uh, for that. Um, and uh, so I, I think that's a positive. Um, Maxi's tough, man. The the we have to be careful. And Aber, their their striker, I don't know how to say his name correctly. He he's he's a problem too. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to score. I think two goals to beat them. I think they do score. And um, if we could pull that off, and then we could kind of rest, give some people some minutes against Philadelphia while we already have our, our fate sealed. You know, we're already advanced. How great would that be? You know, in a in a in a in a you know a tournament like this, right? Or once you're in this next stage, it's just do or die, right? Once you're in, yep, you're one and done. So imagine being able to rest some of our guys and um, and have them ready for for to, you know into the tournament like that. That'll be great. You know, um, ultimately, I do think we we draw. New York's a good team. I think they the urgency that they're already down and there's two teams with with six with three points already. I think that they're gonna they're gonna come out firing. We still have some obviously some defensive miscues. Um, at times, Miami had some decent chances here and there. That header, they probably should have scored on. Agudelo bricked that first one, you know, and um, and uh, the, the, the Miami's attack versus New York City's attack is is, is uh, worlds apart. New York is, is maybe don't, they don't let it, they don't miss those chances. Or I mean, well, they've been missing chances this year, but man, at some point they got to start. They got to start scoring. They're a team that can score. So now, with that being said, they have a brand new coach, right? So they're still they're still learning, um, just like we are. But that could be a positive too for us. But I, I think a draw, and then um, you know we are uh, we're we're battling for that second spot for. Well, the way you're talking, the draw the draw would mean that Philadelphia would have to beat Miami, mm-hmm. and then Miami uh, against New York City FC which would mean that if we end up with the draw, we would have four points. Uh, basically, Philadelphia, unless we beat Philly, you know. But if we end up with the draw against Philly, then we're in also. But the main thing is, is we definitely, the bottom line is I think we need to win to definitely seal the fate and seal the, you know, everything. Um, so the, I think we're going to win. I think actually we, nice. we will beat New York. Um from what I saw yesterday, it's a whole different team. Um, I've never seen the ball movement as we did. I mean, there was times – I mean, I've seen it one time, and I think it was in that Montreal game that you guys are mentioning, <laughs> yeah. um, that we had like four or five consecutive passes. Yesterday we had four or five or six consecutive passes more than once. Um, <laughs> and, and everybody knew where everybody was. I mean, there was some mistakes, you know, Montino passing and Uso, but uh, but I, I, I'm very comfortable. Um, I want to give Dom Dwyer another chance against New York, definitely. Um, I'll be honest, I, I really, besides that miss, yes, the miss that uh, he could have had a goal, yeah. and then the Nani, I, I like the pesky kid. I'll be honest, I like him getting in the heads of other players, the, you know? What's the evidence that he's game. getting in the head? What's the evidence that, that that's effective? Yeah, I don't think that's that. working. Yeah, we say that's that like working. if it's a true. It's working. It's a, they're getting aggravated. Come on, they're getting aggravated. These players. But are they? Is, they're is getting he, aggravated. They're getting aggravated at him. But what is the like? How is it resulting on chances? My thing is, is for us. 
I mean, there's also, I mean, he, he, he doesn't get the calls anymore. There's some calls that should have been called yesterday that he, I mean, there was one that I think it was against with Reyes, you know, he didn't really do anything. He gets called for a foul. Oh yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then on the other side, he gets pushed and the ref says play on. I mean, there was another one that Nani got fouled. So, I mean, yeah, you gotta got to look at both on ways yeah. and always. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, so, I, honestly, he's, he's still our best scoring threat at striker. Hot or not, you know, if, if you're expecting him to come off, you know, the, yeah. this cold streak, you know, you're still expecting him to be our best option. Maybe he's not the best scorer at this moment, but he's still our best option going forward until we get somebody else. I got you. That's a good point. And uh, um, Lee, uh, for, and look, to be honest, okay, the, 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 he didn't make the right run with, with Nani on that, that right. pass, but he was in a position to. He put himself in a good position. The, the, yeah. There are some deeper stats showing he puts himself in dangerous positions. He just needs to do the last thing. And that goal, that, that Mr. Muto, that wasn't easy. I'm just saying that. No, man, no, just no. make it happen. You know, just yeah. score an ugly goal. Just just figure it out. It wasn't like a tap-in. It wasn't a, really a sitter. It was – it, it, Had he not was, had such a rough season last season, we wouldn't yeah. even be talking about it. Probably, probably. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like we're just expecting anything close. Like, come on, man, you got to put it in. Hey, like, so he gets a hat trick against New York City. Everybody's going to oh, yeah. love him again. Oh, yeah. All right. All, yeah. And the conversation, it's done. I mean, we just got to give the guy – just let him play. Let – these people need to stop. Put it – he's – I mean, I know he sees Twitter. I know he shouldn't be on Twitter. He shouldn't be on no. Instagram. He shouldn't be on any of this crap. You know, get off of that social media. Just put your head in the right thing because you got these fans that are going against you. And – you're in an environment that there's no fans, there's no nothing, just play the game. And I bet you if he scores a hat trick or scores two goals and we went two to nothing against New York City, Dom Dwyer's the king again. Nobody's going to remember his miss against Miami. Nobody's going to remember his crappy games last year. Everybody's going to be Dom Dwyer is the man. He's the king again, you know? Yeah, so yeah. just let the man play. And that's it. He's got to get out of the slump somehow, some way. And, yeah. and we, we got to stop bashing the guy, you know, let him play, let him get out of the slump. It's all mental until he gets that out of his head. He's going to be, and then you get, you got the fans that are going against him. He's going to be that way. And it doesn't make a damn difference if it's in Orlando, the sporting Kansas city, or if he's in Columbus, the fans look at mirror, <laughs> you know, Miriam, we're always on his head too, you know, even when he comes to Orlando now with Real Salt Lake. He doesn't have, you know, he talks crap. He needs, he's another one that needs to get off social media and do all this crap. These are professional players and these, these fans go to the attack. I mean, we're no good. I mean, heck, Orlando City fans are the worst at it, that, you know, going after players and attacking and doing everything. We just need to stop. Let these players, they're human beings just like me, just like you. Let them play the game. Let them figure out what their mistakes are. The coaches get paid good money to know if they're playing good, if they're playing bad. He might be the best player out there during practice. Guess what? He's not the best player on the field, but he's going to get there. Just let him play. 
I got yeah. you. Well, the the um, uh, well, well said, well said. Uh, I think um, the 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 point is because he's had such a such a mediocre run that when he messes up or or something you think can happen, he has no benefit of the doubt. It just becomes confirmation. You see, someone else would have right. made it, or you see, he would have. That, that's the problem that he's had. And then and just little things. I I, I said it. I've been saying it all, all break ever since we've come back. That if he, he is our best chance. And we have to get, get him touches in order to kind of break him out of slump. It's better than just isolating him out there, right? We still kind of isolated him some, but uh, some of the touches he had yesterday, and it could be rust, weren't ideal. Like, um, he, he would um, he'd get the ball in his chest, and then he'd try to hit it out to the wing, and it would get stolen, right? Stuff like that. So it, it wasn't – it wasn't – it wasn't um, – those part – the little things that I was looking at last year where he was still making a good run and he was still holding it up decently, that wasn't really there yesterday. At least the hold up the 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 good runs he made some good runs yesterday he did he did make some good runs and and I do think I do think at some point we I do think he deserves another run out there and he obviously isn't a guy who can see social media see the negative and be like Michael Jordan kind of thing where where you either manufacture disrespect or you thrive off of it you know he is obviously not that kind of guy he thinks he is but he obviously isn't because if he was he wouldn't he wouldn't have this much trouble and you wouldn't see so many people being blocked. And stuff like that so you're right stay off of social media if, if you're not seeing good enough stuff to lift you up and um to just just maybe just stay off of it and and uh i, I haven't you know don't add at anybody the that's what i was about to say if yeah, you're on social media anybody, that's just if no, you have something negative if you have something negative say don't <laughs> add players like like exactly. i don't even know what that does like yeah yeah we can sit there and complain about a player and do this and do this and do this on the podcast but it'd be like if we recorded this whole show bashing him and then like recorded it to tape and mailed it to his house, yeah. like, just, just don't do that. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. like just, just don't at people if you're going to be an a-hole. Absolutely correct. Yeah. I'm 100% behind you on that. And at this point, I think we, I think he, he, he got the point, you know, in regard on yeah. social media, I think he's got it already. We, we might've jumped the shark. You know, I was just talking it today in a, in a critique pointed it of the game and I, I don't know he's putting himself in his positions I don't know if he's going to be the king I don't overall believe in his talent that much which has been my point Same. about this you know it's just I don't know if he's even really got that in him anymore but Arsene Wenger always had an interesting strategy when it came to, to strikers right and Arsene Wenger is a guy who found a lot of talent theory Henri we were talked about earlier at low cost people people gave up on him in, in Italy when he was at Juventus I think and, and stuff like that. Um, and he, he, he says one of wash strikers washed, he's washed. They don't get unwashed. They don't get unwashed up, you know? So I don't know if, if, if Don's reached that, he's only 30. He shouldn't have reached that. But, yeah. um, but I, I do think that, you know, we, we, I do think he deserves some more run. It's not a lack of effort. You know, some of those calls, I think, I think he should have got a yell on some, but I think he, he got called on some that weren't at his fault. And um, it wasn't lack of effort. He was trying, he was playing within the system. And that, that one wasn't, wasn't a sure goal at all. I just thought, I just thought uh, I, if he would have set his position and his feet up and missed it, and then I would have maybe given him a, a break. But I just, uh, what I'm mad about is that it didn't look like he, he thought it would be a rebound and he needed to worry about that. He, like, he, yeah. he, would, he didn't look like he was prepared for a rebound. That's my, right. that's my problem. 
Whatever happens after that, yeah, that's that's what it is. But but yeah, nothing will make me happier than Dom Dollar. You know, just going into whatever the fan base thought he was, or going into like OG mode, and and, you know, and balling out. Nothing will make me happier than that. Our team is really going to make a real impact and make the playoffs if we have a striker that that's going to give us twelve to fifteen. And Dom is capable of it. Um, You know, he's done it before, and and he, he 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 was having a good year the first when he first got here, right? And, um, and we need, we need someone to step up and do that. Why not Dom Dwyer? Right. It would, it would mean more to the fan base and to, to the organization if Dom Dwyer is that guy in Tesho, you know, in my opinion, Yeah. because it'll, yeah. it'll show yeah. a success. It'll, it'll amp up the fan base. It'll, it'll do a lot for, for the city, for the club, in my opinion. So, I mean, I'm rooting right. for the guy. I'm rooting for him hundred percent. Oh, you know, I, we jumped the shark and I've made my point and enough's enough already. <laughs> you know? uh, well, Eddie, uh, it looks like you're getting mad on Zoom because you're turning green. You're turning yeah. like the incredible hole. <laughs> I try to change my background, and, uh, and now I'm just like I'm like the predator, just camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, real quick, your thoughts about the New York Orlando match, uh, July 14th? Um, I think we have a really good chance. I mean, I know everybody has been hyping up since last season how great. New York is, but they they blew it in the first round of the playoffs. Um, they blew it here in the Open Cup. Uh, I don't I don't think they can. They've shown that they can consistently win in a big match. Not that we have, but I don't think New York is as good as everybody is giving them credit for. And I think you know at home, uh, we've always been good against New York and. Uh, in uh, big tournaments like the legendary uh, Orlando City Invitational um, and the Open Cup last year, we beat them both times. So another tournament here in Orlando, I I think we should win this game. I uh, I feel I like Orlando. I, I feel like Orlando is the Portugal of the European Cup um, of 2016 when they won the uh, the European Cup. They played horrible. They found ways to win if it had to be dirty or not, and they won. <laughs> and, of course, there was a player uh, called Nani that was on that team, yeah. too. So, hey, if Portugal can do it, I think Orlando City can do it also. Yeah, yeah. Play well, dirty, play lucky, and uh, win the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everybody said Oscar Perea is a coach that's going to get ugly wins. So, yes. I guess we can't really be upset when we get an ugly win. It's yes. a win. He's going to yeah. do yeah. it, and then – if he can keep doing it, then 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 more power to him. Yeah, for real. He he, he um. Does anybody did? Am I wrong in feeling this? But I didn't feel like we were out of the game at any point. Right? Yeah. Like I, I felt uh, like no, I felt like even even after that. That was scared goal, for a few moments there, but not where I, I in you. I I had a feeling we were going to score. I didn't necessarily think we were going to win, but you know, I thought we had chances. You know, throughout the rest of the game after they scored. Is it bad to say? Is it bad to say that I didn't feel scared like yes, I do exactly. when Orlando City is playing? They're down one nothing. Oh, we lost yeah. again. Or yeah, right. we're tied. Exactly. And how are we going to lose this? How are we going to end up losing this game? I didn't feel yeah. that yesterday yeah. for some odd no. reason. Yeah. I felt no, like we actually we're playing pretty decent. We can we can take this game. Yeah. When we went down one nothing, I told my wife. We're going to come back and win this. I have a feeling we're going to win. We'll score two goals and we'll win this game. Nice. It happened. You know, it happened. Yeah. I just, I have this feeling that Orlando, it's, you know how the, that they say that the tide turns. I think we're starting to see that. 
I, I, I hope so. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> yeah. hoping that the tide yeah. is turning, and, and we're starting to see, you know, the winning ways of Orlando City. Yeah, I, hope so. I like it, man. I, I uh, my brother sent me a message. He said, he said, you know, um, he was just like, he's like, is it is it me? But did we look like a professional team yesterday? <laughs> like, right? Like it looked like a perfect. Like it looked like organized and and like you said, people knew where they were. People knew where the others were going to be. Yep. There were some heavy touches. There were some bad decisions. Miami pressured us, and and you know things happen. You're not perfect. You know it's not 100 percent completion. You know passing rate there. Right? It happens. You miss some passes. And, um, but I felt like, I felt like we were hard done that we weren't up one, nothing. We should have been one up, nothing. We had the best chance, right? Mm-hmm. Their, their goal, their goal came out of, you know, whatever. It wasn't like they were dominating, creating chances. And it was just a matter of time before they scored. Right. It caught everybody by surprise. And then I, I feel like the, I feel like sometimes the mentality is a reflection of the coach. Right. And I feel like, I feel like maybe they had confidence in the game plan. Confidence in the coach. Yeah. Confidence. This is a tight knit group. I felt like a tight, that's why I thought we, we would do well here. Felt like a tight knit group. And they're like, we got this. Nani's leadership. It didn't look like we, we, we lost. The mentality was strong. We, we stayed in it. And, um, and I, I, JJ, I don't have, I didn't have the faith you had, man. I said, we're going to, I thought we we're going to come back. But when we got an extra time, I said, watch, we're going to score. And we're going to take the lead, and then they're going to have a free kick and, and just beat us at the end or tie us at the end. I never and thought about that. I when never they got that free kick that, at the that end. Usually yeah. happens. That yeah, usually yeah. happens. And, and JJ, they got a free kick at the end, and Alex is like, You bastard, you predicted this, like on a Zoom <laughs> thing. And I was like, No. And and our Jake and David Valentine were, uh, Jake, they were, um, they were like 30 seconds ahead of us. And they're like, no, free kick. And I'm like, don't tell me what happened. You know, it was just, I was so stressed. So I didn't have your faith, JJ. I thought we'd get a second goal. I no, I, 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 this team, it's like you said, Eddie, I think the mentality, um, you know, if it was another game back yeah. about a year ago, two years ago, yeah. you know, that faith of, uh, we're going to lose, you know, uh, we're, we're tied. We're going to lose. They'll, they'll end up giving but I was like, no, there was something about this team yesterday that I've never seen before out of an Orlando City team. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the coach bringing them together. I don't know if it's, you know, having a coach that speaks three languages, four languages helps also. And you have an assistant coach that does the same thing. The brothers, you know. Not knocking on the Scottish or the whatever. Or, you know, the – Irish or the English or the American, but you don't have that same. You don't. You, you have to have a translator to translate to Christian Aguita to whoever you know, and, yeah. and you heard it in the. You heard it on ESPN. I didn't hear anything in English, except to Chris Mueller in that yeah. game. And everything Chris else was, was good. Yeah, he, he everything else yeah, was Spanish, Spanish. Spanish. Spanish or in Portuguese that they were talking. Yeah, That's uh, good. on the on the. ESPN feed. Yeah, and then that's that that creates familiarity. People not that you yeah. don't want to learn about other stuff and you know, but um not like Jan it's not like Jansen's playing bad just because he doesn't speak Portuguese or Spanish, you know. But yeah. um but but um you know, you get along, you have things in common, right? And you find some some commonalities and it brings you tighter as a group, isn't that what they, they every team tries to do? And I mean and, uh, if you if you look at social media with these players, yeah. I've never seen players so tight. And, and all together as one, as I'm seeing right now. And they're bought yeah, in, right? Not on this team. Not on this yes. team, no. That's true. 
it, you know, last or two years ago, you had the Spanish and the Brazilians, then you had the English guys, and then you, you know, you had your cliques and everything. On this team, everybody is bonded together. It seems like they're one, and it's not. It's, I'm well, I'm English. I'm with the English crowd, or I'm Portuguese, and I'm with the Portuguese, and I'm Spanish and South American. I'm with them guys. You know, yeah. everybody is together as one, and I, I think that's what helps you know, to win games. And I think that's helps the team and, and the culture of the team. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right, man. <clears throat> I think you're right. And <clears throat> I think that, I'm <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. I think uh, just like how you saw the team quit on Adrian Heath, <clears throat> I think Christ lost the team. And I think the team knew that James was gone anyways. <clears throat> I think the, I think the, the team is, you know, maybe it's a new, co- new coach bounce, but I think they're, they're really bought in. Right, they're really bought into game plan and the leadership, and and uh, and I think Nani is probably crucial in that. I think he's really bought in and said, oh, yeah. "Let's let's do Bro. what let's do what Oscar is telling us. And let, let's buy in. Let's let's work hard." And hundred uh, yeah. percent. And you don't think Nani had a had a say on Oscar's thing? Maybe, but but I got a people. I got a, I got Miami people message me. People from work and message are like Orlando was the, looked like the better team. They deserved it. I actually thought you know they look they look fit and organized and. Miami was was just throwing stuff out there, but they they looked, you know, Miami's a team that that don't even have a, a sponsor in their jersey yet. You know, they, they oh no, had you... to, they had to cut down some random grass and and make a stadium out of it. And their own city, their own city isn't even in the top three in viewership for their own game that they've waited yeah, they've waited they've waited two decades or whatever to to have a club and they had <laughs> all this pink smoke and we're gonna take over your town and siege this and siege that. <laughs> And you, you don't even show up. You know, I, I actually scrolled down to, to see the viewership at Miami. I was looking for Fort Lauderdale, saying maybe they showed up. They watched it. No, man. Yeah, no. Yeah, more people in Kansas City were watching this yeah. match than people in Miami. Exactly. So, you know, my point is that that may, maybe they, they, they don't have it all together. And maybe Orlando's coming up, you know, becoming a competent organization here from top to bottom. They did hire Orlando City, Paul McDonough. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> yeah. Paul McDonough. Yeah. Lee, I might have got yeah. a little excited there, but but we, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's slow down. <laughs> all right, know, guys. Man. Well, we got well, one win at a tournament. On. I'm over here. We figured it out. Competent. <laughs> We're good to go. Anyways, guys, man, this is fun. All right, Boys. guys. Well, Lee, I appreciate you being on the uh, show. Oh yeah, no, I love it. Can I, can I say one thing real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, I know a lot of OC Twitter uh, folks listen to this podcast and. And, uh, you know, it's been a rough couple months for a lot of people. And uh, my family was in a real tough position um, uh, about a month ago with rent and everything like that. And uh, uh, I just want to thank, like, a lot of those OC Twitter folks, this podcast, and uh, Jeremy Walker, who's on uh, OC Twitter, and started GoFundMe for my family. And it helped us pay a couple months of rent. And, like, I just... I'm, this fan base is the best in the world. You guys have been like super awesome to me, super awesome to my family. Like, and I love you guys and I really, really appreciate uh, everything you guys did to help out. And uh, I watched a Walter Mercado documentary earlier today. And I just want to say in his immortal words to all of you, mucho, mucho, mucho amor. <laughs> I love it. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. Uh, Lee, we, you got a picture. We are all family. 
<laughs> we are all family here at Orlando yeah, City. The Twitter, yeah, everything, man. We're all we're, we're like we're family. We fight with each other. We yeah. love each other. Yes. We hug each other. And yeah. uh, but we're all here for one thing. It's Orlando City, and it's great. You know, Orlando City has brought a lot of people together. To be honest, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't know you. I didn't know Eddie. I didn't know Cleon. I didn't know anybody. But now you, you guys are family and everything. So it's uh, it's brought a lot of people together, and you know, and it continues to bring more people together. Orlando City needs to continue, and there's nothing. Not even the Orlando Magic has brought fans like this. You know, and and Orlando City has has done it. And even the organization, uh, you know, even though we sometimes bash the organization in in a way that, you know, we shouldn't sometimes. But but guess what? They help out a lot. You know, Kay Rollins is always there. Miguel Gallardo is always there. Um, They're always there to help us, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's great. So. Thank you to Orlando City, Lee. Thanks for being who you are and always uh, supporting even us, the Orlando yeah, Lions. In front of I love you. From the, love you. From the beginning. I looked back at the DMs from the, the podcast when I see a DM from <laughs> Lee like three years ago, you know, giving some <laughs> tips about, about the sound. Because, you know, yeah. at the beginning, we're all sounding like robots. And it's like, a little rough. <laughs> a little rough. Yeah, we weren't. We didn't know what we were doing. You know, I was breathing into the mic. JJ was rubbing on his beard, you know, and it was, we, we, were fig- we were figuring it out. So, I mean, it's just, it's touching. We got, I think this is why this win was so meaningful. It's just like right now there's a lot of division on a lot of stuff going on. A lot mm-hmm. of people struggling, right? And just to have a moment where that doesn't really matter, and we just we all kind of like in one spirit, we kind of hug, and we celebrate because it's like we all won, you know. And yeah, nothing, yeah. no sport, no sport does right. that better. No sport does that better than football. No. And that's what happened. Absolutely, absolutely. Now that my tears are going down my eyes, <laughs> let's go, Orlando City. Let's win July Fourteenth and go. Let's go into the second round. Let's go. back. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Orlando Lane's podcast. I'm JJ along with Eddie and Lee. Till next time. See ya. Here we go back. This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight till it's over. So we put our hands up like this.